Let's talk about how you can persuade someone to buy your product. Now, talking about persuasion is so fun because most people enter into thinking about persuasion like something they have to do in order to get what they want, which is, you know, more money, a bigger business, more clients, you know, all these results on the other side of really that selling action. And what I'm really excited to share with you today is how persuasion can actually be a very natural part of your life. It can actually become who you are, a really amazing persuader. And that's what sales girls are. So um, I want to talk about three things that are going to be how you know that you're doing kind of the quote, right things and moving in the right way, thinking the right way as you guide people into buying your product. And that's actually the first thing that we're going to talk about is first, first, when you're persuading someone to buy your product, you need to know and be com comfortable and familiar with the difference between pushing and persuading, pushing and persuading. Most people assume that people need to not just not, not be pushed in a negative way, but that they need to be, you know, highly encouraged and maybe even coached into a purchase. And not that that always comes off the most pushy, but what it really ends up looking like is that you are kind of, you know, forcing someone into a decision. And I think that this concept, even if you, um, you know, you want to help people and you want to invite them in and you want to share and you have all these amazing thoughts, really the way that you even subconsciously or unconsciously think about selling and persuading, the way pe most people act is on this more, um, you know, forceful side that really ends up thinking that people are walking into your offer. They're walking into your offer. And you might be thinking, well, what's wrong with walking into an offer? Well, nothing is necessarily wrong with it, except for the fact that most business owners and sellers, when they think about uh, someone coming into their offer, they put a lot of pressure on themselves. They put a lot of pressure on themselves to kind of be all things to all people, especially women who want to serve at the highest level and help people and be, you know, generous and charitable and just all this loving stuff that we are as most of us, many of us are moms and or want to be moms. And so that's like ingrained in our DNA, right? Is to be like nurturing. And so we're like, okay, well, they're coming to me. They're coming into me. Okay. So it's like, it ends up kind of like you're the end destination for a lot of people. And that can be why someone spending money with you can feel like uh, an uncomfortable process because they're being kind of quote forced by like what you might see as convincing or um, or even just if you think selling is is pushing and and convincing that they're coming into you. Oh, I don't want to push them onto me. I don't want to convince them about me, right? This is what I'm talking about. Coming into like it's like this mousetrap where like remember the game mousetrap where the mouse goes in and then the net falls down on top of it. That's kind of how I think some people think about their selling that like they're stuck once they're in. And what I actually want to show you is that while pushing could be, you know, at the, at the most dramatic level, forcing someone into something, persuading is actually guiding through something. Guiding through. Specifically, guiding through to 
completion, that the process is complete. So the thing about um, this concept of pushing is that it's just like they're coming into me. This is the end. This is the end game for them is that they invest in me. And that often is the result of thinking of sales and persuasion like a pitch that they're pushing them into it. They're like, oh, I got this one shot. Oh, I convinced them. Now they're here. Oh, pressure's on. Whereas when you think about persuasion, you're actually guiding someone through to a completion. It's a process. Persuasion is a process. And the, the, way I, the reason I know that persuasion means through to completion is because of the way the word breaks down. If you ever want to know what a word actually means, of course, you can look in the dictionary and you can Google the etymology of a word. So the etymology, the history of the word persuade, the breakdown, per means through, specifically through to completion. So to the very end, to the very end of, say, the process, right? And then swayed, is actually to advise. Pretty cool, right? So you actually can advise and kind of counsel someone through to completion. And so the word that I want you to come around is actually guide because pushing, it could be looking like forcing them into a decision, but persuasion is guiding them through that decision. So different. The next thing that once you, once you really settle in and get excited about guiding someone through to completion, to a decision. And, and the important thing to know actually about that is that they're not stuck with you. They're not coming into the mousetrap that is you. They're not even investing in you. They are investing in themselves through you. So when you see this word through, I want you to get excited. Not only are you guiding them through a process, but they're investing in themselves through you. You are like a vessel that holds value and then they get to get what they want. Okay, so let's talk about the next part. So once you've accepted the difference between persuasion and pushing, now you can really enter into the interaction, the conversation with another person, whether this be on a stage, on a webinar, or in a one-on-one conversation. What's important is that you really know where people are at. So let's actually just um, simplify this into a one-on-one style conversation because when you are in a conversation and you can masterfully guide people through to completion, you can do pretty much anything. You hold a lot of the leverage to sell to the masses because you have so much information about the market and many, many, many people who are selling are not spending time in the market. They're spending so much time marketing. But when you can spend time with the market, find out where they are at as individuals, that's when you start to see, oh, this is how the market is shifting. AKA when a market is shifting, their minds are shifting. Their perspectives are shifting. Their focus is shifting. This is why marketing is a megaphone for a persuasive sales message because of this part right here. So when you're talking to a person, questions are your best friend. They're not cookie cutter and they're not fake. Questions are your best 
friend. Uh, I was reading a blog one time and the title, I have never forgotten it. It's so good. It says, curiosity killed the cat, but it saved the salesperson. Saved the salesperson. Because so many people enter into a sales message, marketing message, a response to a question, assuming that they know the answer. Either assuming they know the answer or putting pressure on themselves that they need to know the answer. Do you ever feel like you just need to know the answer? Like, oh gosh, like they asked me about my services. I should know exactly how to respond because you created the service. And so now you're frozen. Do you send your menu of services or, or do you do something different? They, that's what they asked for. But this hasn't work, worked out too well for you. They don't really respond to your menu. They don't really respond to that email. That voice memo that you keep doing over and over and over. Why isn't it working? Okay. It's not working because you cannot go. You can't go in knowing what to say. We have done millions and millions of dollars in sales. And I never assume I know what to say. Why? Because questions are your best friend. Questions are your best friend. Curiosity saved the salesperson. So you don't go in knowing what to say. You find out what to say. And I don't want this to be confused with that you don't know what you're talking about. You absolutely do. You know 10 times more about your expertise, about your service, about your product than you will ever say. And that's where people mess up. They think, well, how can I say all of my best stuff as soon as possible? And it's like this beautiful buffet that they get to choose from. How lucky are they? But it's not how it works because what you actually want to do is give them what they are looking for if you have it. If you don't have it, then that's great. You can redirect to them somewhere else. But if you do have it, you want to know how to get there as quick as possible. So here's an example. So let's just say that you are um, a marketing coach and consultant, and this can be replaced with in literally any industry. I mean, you could be, you could be at a brick and mortar jewelry store and this would still work. Okay. But let's just say that you are a marketing coach and consultant and someone messages you on an email, on a direct message, wherever. And they say, Hey, I've been liking your content so much. What kind of services do you provide? Hey, I like your content so much. What, what kind of stuff do you do? I might, I might need some help. So that kind of a question, or, or maybe they say, tell me more, right? Th those kind of questions are generic, they're general, and um, it might feel like a hot lead, but it doesn't set you up for success. Why? Because just like I said, you know so much about what you do that you could easily lean into telling them all the things instead of a few powerful, direct things. And if you have heard us say this before, we talk about curating your message. Curating means selecting and organizing like an, like an artist, like an art curator. They pick the right stuff for the right museum, for the right show. They know exactly what needs to come so this audience sees it. Same thing, selecting and organizing what to say. And you can only do that when you actually find out from them.
Okay, so you're finding out, discovering, uncovering what to say. So powerful. This will change your life. It will save you so much time and make you so much more money. Hello. And making money is amazing because it is a evidence that you have helped somebody when you persuade for good. And when you find out what they want, it aligns with what you do. Okay. So someone says, hey, I like your content so much. What kind of services do you provide? A more uh, practical response when you're persuading is something like, hey, um, thank you so much. That's a really good question. What were you looking for? What exactly are you looking for? The principle there is that you're showing them that they are smart. Thank you. That's such a good question. And then you're following it with curiosity. Tell me about what you're looking for. Right? So you actually get to do for them what they actually wanted, which is focus on them. But you see, when this like pushing, forcing into energy happens, that's when you're sending your menu. It's like forcing it onto them. And it's not rude. It's not mean. It's just not helpful. You're giving them a buffet when really they wanted, like they want it all a carte. They just need to know the selected and organized information. Okay. So what are you looking for? And maybe they respond and they send a voice memo or whatever, but they say, you know, I'm really looking for more support um, in my marketing. Uh, I want to start running ads, but I'm not sure if it's the right fit. Perfect. If you're a marketing coaching consultant, you probably could help with that. You're probably great at that actually. And so now that you know what they're looking for, you don't need to send a menu. You could just select and organize. Oh, amazing. And I'll, let's just put a pin in that for a second because I want to get to the third thing. How to, the third part of how to persuade someone to buy your product. And of course, hopefully you can pick up by now that it's not just buying your product, it's buying any offer, a service, an idea for crying out loud. You can sell anything to anyone when you do this. So what is the third part of this? So when you know the difference between pushing and persuading, you find out where they are. The next part is showing them how this aligns with what they already want. Show them how it aligns with what they already want. So what just happened in that above example was you found out what they want, what they're interested in. Perfect. When you know that, you can now align it with what you do. So the word align, the word align means to put in order. And when I go back to that example, there's a million examples of this, by the way, but the marketing menu, right? Like the med menu of services, it's not in order. It's actually just random. And you're asking them to pick when you could have curated. You're asking them to pick from all the, all the stuff when you could have curated it for them. So what you're going to do is create emotional alignment. And there's even more layers you could go into like, oh, what does support look like for you? What does getting good at marketing look for you? What are the ads going to do for you? You can peel back this layer of onions to see like where they're going, where they want their business to go. Maybe they want to cross the $5 million mark. Maybe they want to hit six figures for the first time, right? You never know until you find out, right? So that's why that step is so important. And you're curious. You want to know, like, can I help you? How can I align this for you? 
then ask yourself that question. How can I align this for you? You're asking your, your own self. Because that kind of thought, that curiosity will generate a feeling that leans in to them and shows interest in them and they will feel that genuine warmth that wants the best for them. And that's probably what you're wanting to demonstrate anyway, but you just were never taught how to do that the right way. That didn't come off cookie cutter, okay? So the way you show them that it aligns with what they already want, and it's so cool because when you get the answers from them and it matches with what you do, you create the emotional alignment. And emotional alignment makes easier decisions. Emotional alignment makes for easier decisions. Every single person is making tens of thousands of decisions a day. Moms, all the more. And so for you to create alignment, you put it in order. Like your spine, like the more things are do-do-do-do-do, the, the faster the communication can happen, the faster the response. That's how you get excitement. That's how you generate enthusiasm in a buyer. And that's how you get them to buy your product because they wanted to. They, you uncovered answers and matched it, aligned it with what you already do. So you become the answer they were looking for. Maybe even what they prayed for. And how cool is that? But you never would have known had you not found out, had you not wanted to see them through to completion, to see them through to the other side. It's crazy because most people think conversations and persuasion are the, like the long way around. But do you see how this actually shortcutted? You got the answers to the test and you said, hey, this is a consulting program. And that means that you will be advised on the steps of your marketing plan as you hit six figures. And the best part is you're going to be able to go all in on serving your family in between all the times that you work, right? The person who described their dream life to you, you now get to paint that back to them with like ethically and genuinely. It's the coolest skill of all. And you can do it for any person at any time, anywhere with any product, as long as you believe in it and you know it can benefit the person in front of you. Because not every product is perfect for everyone, which is why it matters that you know how to match, match make the product to the person. And why person knowledge, that curiosity really develops, and this product knowledge that you mentally start to uncover over time by your research and experience and all these amazing things, okay? So I hope this is helpful. I hope it's encouraging. We have so many more videos on this, so much more audio if you're listening on audio. I cannot encourage you enough to go listen to more and hear this a different way, hear a new topic, and start to really imagine yourself, what life could look like when you become a sales girl who persuades for good. I believe that for you, and I cannot wait to see you again.